What did you think about that game, particularly that second half? Carolina, I gained some respect for them after that first half, and then you all exploded in the third quarter. Just your overall thoughts on the game, Jerry. I don't ever remember a, a better quarter than we had that quarter. Uh, and it was made uh, substantive in my mind because of the quality of the team we were playing. Uh, I have all the respect in the world for the Carolina team and what they put together down there, and they're going to have a in my mind, they're going to really have a good year. So for us to be able to come out and play like that, both sides of the ball, and uh, make those plays, uh, then uh, that was impressive. Jerry, is it? I mean, I'm trying to figure out a way not to overhype it, but isn't it really possible we're looking at a special offense here that can beat you in any different way, especially with the way that, that, that the line is blocking, Dak is throwing, and the running backs are running? I think you've, uh, right in the middle of those three, uh, you said one that I think really needs to be emphasized, and that is how well that offensive line is playing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things uh, are limited when you don't have uh, uh, that kind of play. And I'm talking about both the run game as well as the protection. And uh, a lot of credit should go to uh, the coaching, to Mike, uh, He uh, his philosophy on uh, – how to block it up to make sure early we don't get uh, undue uh, impotent the defense or let down on the offense by uh, not getting the tackle help if he needs it on a given uh, in given situations and he he moves quickly he doesn't wait for four or five plays to happen and the tackle get beat uh, and by the way I'm moving around on you I always do but uh, boy, did we have uh, did our tackles have some work cut out for them they had good football players over them out there Sunday so all of that is a great job particularly well coached Jerry is is this got the potential of being the most potent offense uh, of, of your tenure does it remind you of any year in particular no I, I don't want to go there but because uh, we've obviously had some good uh, we've had some offenses that really were notable, but uh, uh, it certainly has the balance. Uh, these guys have worked together. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, of, of real familiarity with uh, Dak and, and uh, the team that he's working around. Uh, we're going to get better uh, in the offensive line. Uh, absent injury, of course, and availability is always the uh, right there with ability, uh, and that really does count as we look down the road at games ahead. Uh, boy, we've got a long way to go, 17 games, got four behind us, but uh, I sure like where we are, like where we are with our depth coming. Uh, I noticed one of the players uh, today mentioned the importance of depth, and uh, depth, usually when you look at the successful teams, they had a lot of depth. Jerry Jones with us live here on 105.3 The Fan. We all thought we saw a different Zeke in training camp. I thought he he was even different in interviews. All positive, uh, you know, observations when we when we were in Oxnard, and now he I think he looks different and more explosive on the field. Does, does Zeke look like a different guy to you, Jerry, from the past couple of seasons? Well, um, you know, you saw him uh, there in training camp. We all saw him in training camp. We saw his uh, how prepared he was. Uh, uh, getting ready for the season, uh, there, there's no question uh, 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 that what you put in, uh, what you put in in spring, what you put in in training camp, that's what you get out during the season. And he put it in, 
and uh, during the off season, and it's paying dividends for it. Jerry, a couple of weeks ago, I, I was trying to get you to agree with me that the D-line, particularly the D-tackles, were going to be the weakest part of the defense. You weren't having it, and you're looking right right now. Let's talk about these guys with five sacks, particularly uh, Odigizua. He's a guy who doesn't get a lot of pub. Randy Gregory was a terror. Uh, talk about that D-line that you've been liking and some of these young guys up front. Well, I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was Tom Landry that uh, purportedly said, don't don't pass judgment on the D lineman until at least his third year has been his experience. Well, we've got some guys that are really showing up in their first year. Big credit to their coaches, uh, big credit to, uh, frankly, them. Osa uh, from UCLA is just, in my mind, uh, uh, quite a plus for us. And uh, he's uh, just getting better and better and better. Uh, and, of course, what embodes us all is the fact that uh, – We've got uh, Gallimore, and we've got uh, uh, we've got uh, uh, Christian uh, Hill on the way, and players that really are outstanding talents and have really shown up for us and uh, give us something that uh, right around the corner that will just add that much more into a rotation. I've always dreamed of an actual rotation in a defensive line. We had it early when I first got involved. And it really was as meaningful as any one thing on our championship uh, Super Bowl teams to have a defensive front that you can rotate and literally give those kinds of fresh legs out there on a pass rush or, or uh, any part there has to do. So all of this looks good for us right now. And uh, I think it's the numbers, the numbers of players that Colson played outstanding. Yeah. Uh, for not for a rookie, he just played outstanding. So uh, again, uh, you're going to leave out some here in this particular group, but the numbers are something to look at hard. Jerry, Randy Gregory is a fan favorite. Uh, people are raving about him in Oxnard as well. What's your evaluation of Gregory so far this year? Well, I think you're getting to see him uh, in in one of his. Uh, most opportune moments, and that is uh, his personality, his intellect. Uh, he uh, made the highest uh, SAT score of any player that we've ever graded. And so he's a, really a smart guy, and he's very articulate. And so uh, but you get to see the thought that he gives into not only his game, but uh, uh, really to the people around him. Uh, he's, he's a great example of uh, the fact that none of us uh, got on this earth without having some issues that we had to work around and overcome. But uh, you can have those issues and it uh, uh, color you or uh, put an uh, image of you when that's not you at all. And Randy Gray is a poster child of that. He's outstanding uh, and, and he's addressed his uh, any issues that he had that have certainly been there a challenge for him. And he's done it uh, 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 really so successful, and he's unquestionably a leader on this team. Jerry Jones joined us here at 105 through the fan. Micah was used uh, a lot more at linebacker uh, in this game than he had been the previous two weeks. Did you like the way he was used in this game as opposed to the previous couple of games? I like him any place that uh, <laughs> is uh, defense pressure, pressure. 
uh, we've got a lot of players back there that do a great job in coverage. And uh, so, but he's so unique uh, relative to his ability to uh, continue. And it's a, a driven thing. He's got the athletic ability. He's got the speed. He's got the burst. Uh, but you saw his balance and saw him almost get knocked off his feet, yet still make the sack right up the middle. And so uh, that, to me, is what we drafted. When he came on the board, that was too high, I thought, for a linebacker. Mm. Not too high, though, for a pressure player that uh, was what we thought was the best player in the draft. And so uh, uh, that's that's what we drafted him for, is to principally put pressure but uh, consequently, uh, uh, that'll let us uh, mix it up quite a bit for him. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Jerry. I wanted to ask you how you respond to like the positional argument. Like conventional football thinking is, you know, defensive end is more important than linebacker. So if Micah's this good up front, why not just have him as a DN every single play? What's been y'all's thought on that? Well, a pressure player and then a shutdown corner. Uh, to me, those are the two. Uh, a shutdown defensive back, uh, it can be from safety, but uh, uh, in that order, those are the, those are the uh, uh, key key people that you want on your defense. Now, that pressure player can come from inside. He can come mm-hmm. from the of the Los Angeles Rams or someone. So you can get him inside, and so it's not impossible. He did it in college. He got a lot of pressure from inside. I didn't know or think that you might be able to carry that on into the pros. Uh, that uh, sack he got the other day really shows that he can do it from inside as well. So uh, in my mind, he's, his best his best contribution, and that's not just him, anybody, is to put pressure on a quarterback. Jerry, what was going through your mind when you saw Diggs uh, on the sideline for you know a majority of the second half when the game was? I mean, the score was twenty well, something, but it was still very, very early. What was what was your thoughts on that? Well, I'm reminded that uh, the guys that uh, make the decision to have him over there, including himself, uh, have been with him since training camp, and they were with him uh, last year as well, and so they know him well, and he knows his own body well. And so uh, if he's not in there, uh, I defer to their decision. They're right there. They're on top of it. They understand the body language. They understand the uh, physical situation. The facts are that you have uh, more injury uh, when people get tired or when they're limited with another body part that causes them to be awkward in another body part. And so you got to be careful. And uh, you go out there, you take a top player, you're up 22 points, and all of a sudden he has a, uh, a, a, a an injury that keeps him out for a whole long period of time. You ask that question. What was he doing out there with a 20-point lead? And so that's the other side of the coin. That's why the guy that's down there with him, listening to him breathe, talking to him, watching him come in and out, everything about it, that's why that has, decision has to be made down there and not second-guessed on uh, Tuesday uh, by – uh, uh, by people like me. They're right on it. They understand it. They understand his importance. And that goes across the board. Gregory, uh, Gregory, you could say, why wasn't he out there when we had those third down opportunities to stop him short? I wanted him out there too, but there was a reason he wasn't out there, and it wasn't because we weren't trying to uh, uh, just let somebody else play. Now, on the other hand, well, we got some good reps in for some young guys all game, and that's going to pay off for us down the road here this season.
not asking you to compare him to this player. I just want to know if it's fine for us that we say we haven't been as excited about a cornerback around here since Dion. Do you agree? Well, again, uh, just the greatest corner recognized as the greatest corner probably to have played the game in the NFL at Deion Sanders. So uh, that says it all right there. Uh, but I don't think I've seen a player have a better start and do it with his uh, a combination of how he's gotten ready, how he's prepared himself, and his own natural ability. When he came out, uh, we all thought that he was the best uh, played ball, uh, make a play on the ball uh, uh, of any of the corners. And there were some really top corners there. And so uh, he's uh, playing much higher than form. Let's put it like that. Jerry Jones brought to you by Ford every Tuesday here on Sean and RJ. Uh, Jerry, uh, Dak and Amari have been talking about chemistry. The Dak says, I haven't played with a group of guys this unselfish Amari says, it feels like we're building something special here. Are you getting, as the owner and GM, you're not in the locker room every day, can you get that same feel? How, how yeah. early How early can you know that, and do you agree with them? Well, I think uh, you uh, chemistry is, uh, if you've had some adversity, and this group has had some adversity. Uh, last year was not fun for anybody. And when you go through some adversity, then that really does light the fire. It's kind of like, well, go ahead and dig the deepest hole you can so you can make the best show coming out. I got a chance to play on a team when I was a, a junior that disappointed everybody, and we won five and lost five in a 10-game season by a total of about 10 points. Well, the next year we came out and we were resolved. Uh, we barely won the first three. We went down to play Texas, number one in the nation, got them this Arkansas team and it changed my life and it changed a lot of those guys lives. we weren't the same cats that were looking in the mirror when we got home and we never uh, and, and were undefeated and won the national championship I'm going to be this morning in just a few minutes I'm getting a chance to be inducted uh, into the Cotton Bowl Hall of Fame out here and that's my story I'm, uh, what that game meant in 1965 and it literally was uh, just as responsible as me breathing that uh, I've spent the life in sports and with the Cowboys I have. So uh, chemistry, uh, and by the way, those guys, we've remained close, and the guys that I played on that team with, we, yeah. uh, we just know you like you know your family. That was our final thing for you as uh, the great Brad Sham, other media members are saying, hey, uh, get a comment on the induction that's taking place today. Uh, and you've always referenced your college days, so you've, you've probably been looking forward to this for a while, huh? Yeah, I'm going to visit today. The uh, uh, Coach Brawls took us to Houston when we were playing in Dallas. Took us to Houston to get us out of the atmosphere on New Year's so we could get our mind on the game. And while we were down there, we took a field trip and went in the Astrodome. <laughs> it never had a game played in it, but it was brand new and ready. And they were going to play a baseball game about a month later. I walked in that Astrodome, and I thought, God, where does somebody think of something like this? How, how does this happen? And think about what it must be like to get to play a game in that Astrodome. And that was right there when we were getting ready to play Nebraska here in the Cotton Bowl. Well, I want you to know that I looked at that, and uh, almost uh, 40 years later, when I was thinking about the Cowboys and thinking about that stadium, 
I remember walking in that Astrodome. I thought, my God. And then I thought, you know something? That was then. This is now. Now I'm going to outdo that. <laughs> and so those things as young people, boy, they get in your minds. And uh, boy, at different times, you reflect back on them, and they can be inspirational. Well, look, congratulations on the win. Congratulations on the induction. This was fantastic today, and let's do it again next week after the Giants. Congrats. By the way, I think we can put either three or four Astrodomes in that stadium we've got out there, AT&T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. so. Hopefully with no lightning delays like last night in the $5 billion one. Good Lord. Okay, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. <laughs>